and welcome to By Its Cover, One Marriage's Journey Through Movie Night Using Only the Covers They Can Find on Streaming Services. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Eggleston. And I'm your other host, Bree Eggleston. And we have got uh, an interesting one tonight. Um, well, you think it's interesting. <laughs> I think all of these are interesting. You are a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I had another movie I wanted to do this for, and you were like, oh, that looks too sad. Looks too stressful. Yeah. Forgive me for wanting a little levity in my life. All right. (laughs) This is going to be something. (laughs) You know, you say that every time. (laughs) And it's funny because in our normal life, uh, you're the positive one. It's so true. I am. I would venture to say I'm a positive Pollyanna. Yeah. Or another P name. I don't know what you're implying there. I don't either, but you're that. You're like, you're positive it's going to be a P sound. Um, We like plosives in this podcast. That was pretty impressive. Don't even try to make the popping sound. It's very annoying. Next, you're going to start pronouncing the H and WH words like whip. Whip. Oh, whom. Yeah. So, Brie, today we're going to be watching uh, High Moon. Yes. Which, do you want to give me a quick rundown of that cover there? Sure. It's predominantly blood red. And they're... Good color. Yeah, I mean, it looks looks very contrasty. The word words, high moon, are in white in like ye olde cowboy font. And then there is a gentleman that either is in mid-swing of a hatchet swinging down to kill someone or he is rodeo bull riding um i believe that is a tomahawk Uh, okay i don't i like i feel like this podcast has made me very aware of um hatchet shaped things (laughs) axe based implements (laughs) (laughs) um at least they didn't call this one hatchet something and then i have to get mad about it so I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, it, but he's in that high contrast, like the threshold's been really turned up because it's kind of like almost a stencily outline. Yeah, he's in black and white. Yeah. Is what Kevin's trying I to say. I very much got like a, I'm getting a like a pulpy B-movie feel like from this. Like Grindhouse almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely a, a Tarantino-esque turn. Uh, it And in the background, superimposed? Is that the right word? It can be whatever word you want it, babe. Um, it looks like a ye oldie westy town. Again, ye oldie and westy don't really go together. An old west or yeah. a ye oldie English. Is there a chape? <laughs> there might be an ice cream chape. <laughs> I think you just want ice cream for your snack. I do want ice cream, dang it. <laughs> All right, Bree, what's your prediction for what High Moon's going to be about? I think it is going to be a group of friends that go to an Old West ghost town and they find out that it's haunted and that they get possessed by ghosts and they have to kill each other in order to escape. So I first <laughs> used like a plot of a Scooby-Doo cartoon <laughs> and then the possession and murder is really... Uh, made it take a turn that i clearly did not read the summary or anything but this is i guess that's kind of what i want to (laughs) see that's what you're hoping it'll be happening there's nothing on the cover that leads me to believe ghosts are involved whatsoever i just you know went there yeah you didn't even try to guess like maybe this is a a nocturnal themed marijuana movie oh i 
I don't know why you'd get that besides the word tie and moon, but it made more sense than Scooby-Doo murder house. Maybe it's a werewolf thing because there's a moon involved. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's not ghosties. Maybe it's werewolves. Werewolves. And those are just angry puppers. Oh, I love puppies. Yeah, I did that just so you would say that. <laughs> I know. You know you know me well. I know your trigger words. Um, yep. Uh, Kevin, what do you think this movie is going to be about? Uh, so this movie, I'm thinking that's the sheriff. Oh, he's not wearing a badge, though. He's wearing I'm, like a plaid. It's button a down. Western. So there's going to be a sheriff. Bring. I don't think it's this dude. Okay. You're and- wrong. You always put the sheriff on the cover. And I think because uh, it's a play on the high noon, which is about a guy that gets executed wrongly. And come back for comes back for revenge. I think that's gonna happen here. But like maybe it's a band of werewolves that execute him. Oh. So we're both sticking with the werewolf thing. I think we are both committed to the werewolf thing. Maybe uh since you wanted murdery Scooby Doo, maybe Scooby bites one of them, turns them into a werewolf. Oh. Maybe Scooby Doo was always a lycanthrope, that's why he could talk. Oh. I don't know if I've ever seen a Great Dane lycanthrope. Scooby-Doo is a Great Dane. A Were-Dane? A Were-Dane. Maybe that's what Claire Dane is. Nope. <laughs> you thought it was going to be funny, and then it It felt- was. Now I was just thinking of like, her just running around biting people, and they turn into like B-list actresses. Oh, I like Claire Danes. Really? What's your favorite Claire Dane movie? Uh, Stardust. My favorite TV series she's in was My So-Called Life, which co-starred uh, Jared Leto. See, I was going to be very dickish because I can't think of any Claire Dane movies and then I remembered she is in Stardust and I'm like damn it I like that one yeah right, you so, like that movie oh, a bullshit. lot <laughs> uh, that's not fair it's not a Claire Dane movie that's a Neil Gaiman movie it's very different <laughs> we do love ne- Neil Gaiman in this house <laughs> yeah uh, alright so we're gonna go check out High Moon yes we'll see if there's sheriffs is it on Amazon Amazon Prime is where we found this one okay yeah. cool so yeah we're hopefully there'll be sheriffs and some werewolves maybe uh, misfit teenagers yeah, maybe. Maybe possessions and murders. I was thinking more college age. You can be a teenager and be in college. Maybe they did running start for a couple of years. Oh, I guess that could be true. Okay, they got some of the, the easy credits knocked out in high school. <laughs> Took some AP classes, passed yeah. those tests with threes. <laughs> maybe they were advanced students with threes. You can't even give them the full score. <laughs> Listen, like They didn't care a lot, but they cared a little gonna bit. If they're going to go to a ghost town and get killed by ghosts or werewolves they clearly did not get fives on their ap tests i remember that when i took the ap economics test in high school was they said would you go to a ghost town yes or no and i think that's why i didn't pass it <laughs> you didn't I have clicked the right yes answer. and i was like son of a bitch i knew that was wrong <laughs> no actually i um I'm pretty sure I didn't pass because they asked me how would I get my country out of an economic depression as like one of their essay questions and I said, start a war. So, <laughs> well, history backs me up on that being the choice that every country has made. Uh, apparently, that's not the one they were looking for. They were looking at taxes are bad. So, <laughs> should have chosen the libertarian answer. And instead, I picked the one that every country chooses. <laughs> I chose like Germany 1938's options. <laughs> All right. Enough about AP tests. Let's go watch High Moon. Okay. Hey, Bree, um, real quick. Yeah. Hey, what would uh what would 
Jimmy Buffett's hit song be called if he didn't know about margaritas? I don't know. What would it be called? Judgment time. And we are back having just watched 2019's High Moon. Or also called Howlers. A little bit of uh, misinformation or like alternate title. It was a tougher movie to track down when yeah. I looked at like trivia for it. I literally had to had to go to IMDb, find Sean Patrick Flannery, and then scroll through his movie releases to figure out what it was. And it was titled Howlers, but the cover art for it was said whatever. High the, Moon. High Moon. Almost said yeah. Night Moon. <laughs> well, that's when you find the moon, so. <laughs> and sometimes some people say Good Night Moon. <laughs> um, just to take you back to first books you ever read uh so high moon brie uh do you want to want to give us a, a summary of what that movie was about let's tell them about our snacks first oh snacks goshy gee willikers Kevin got me ice cream yeah it was some ice cream it was an ice cream kind of day yep i had some vanilla ice cream yep we socially distanced we yes. were responsible although there are other people that we ran into going down to the store like everybody expected everyone else to social distance. Oh yeah, it was definitely one of those like bumper car moments. It kind of it reminds me of that story and anecdote that like the first two cars in Kansas, the only cars that are there, and they actually got into a traffic accident with each other. Is that true? I don't know. It's just like a story that I've been told. But huh. like I also had a teacher tell me once that the only man-made object you can see from space is the Great Wall of China. Right. And that's not true at all. Like there was no reason she should have said that. Let's like <laughs> we were looking at a picture of outer sp or like the earth from space and I'm like you can see lights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Those are man-made objects. Like we don't we don't find naturally occurring light bulbs. Miss <laughs> Krupke, like <laughs> some bullshit. So uh, so, High Moon, back to this. Uh, talking about some bullshit. Give us a summary of that plot. Um, werewolves, gunslinger, die, and then get awoken. Yeah, Old West. 19, it's, well, 1863 yep. in Texas. And I, okay, this is one of my first issues. Uh, this guy is like supposedly this undead hunter that nobody really knows about, but he's Colt. His yeah, and he's hunting down aptly named Colt. Um, William Price, Price, Prince, Pierce, Prince, Price, something. Willie P. Yeah, old WP there. Um, <laughs> but Willie's gang, like they show up and confront Colt, and uh, it is the most diverse gang. Oh, for sure. Okay, like <laughs> I guess, like yeah, werewolves are bad because they eat people. But in 1863 in Texas, they weren't racists. Yeah. I'm going to no, say I'm on team was, werewolf there. Like, that's some progressivism that we need. There was some, there was an African American and an Asian American and in, in a predominantly white gang, but I did, was a I think diverse there was a, group. I think there was a Native American too. Uh, maybe. I don't know, but I just, it felt like it felt very after school especially like they're like oh we can't have the like werewolves be white supremacists they're already evil we can't make them eviler now 
we did some digging and there was not much digging to be had about this movie because uh, I Googled it and all I came up with was critic reviews that said how great it was and how campy it was. And I'm just not too sure about that. And then apparently it had a $22 million budget. And you looked at me and you said... Oh, I said, if this movie had a $22 million budget, it's one of those ones that, like, it was money laundering. It's For straight sure. Up, nothing about this movie seems screams budget. No, I have to agree, except they did have some pretty... Like, the mayor's mansion was pretty nice. But you could probably rent that sucker on Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, Airbnb it. Um. And... Get it done and shot in one day and only spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, it was so that was kind of interesting too. So it, the the plot it starts in 1863 and then it jumps to the present day because Colt kills or thinks he kills the last of the vamp or the werewolves. I'm sorry. At one point, and then there's a smash cut where we get almost. It feels like movie credits. It felt like this movie or this. Somebody was convinced this movie was going to become like a TV series. Yes. And uh, honestly, I do wonder if it was shot as like a, what is it? It's not a backdoor pilot. It's I don't like know a what it pilot would be. movie. Yeah. Kind of a soft launch type thing. Yeah. I don't know. And I've never really seen it done that way too often. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I know that. Anyways. um, So anyways, they ju- jumped to present day and it's just a mess. Like some, for some reason, all the werewolves that had been in coffins and this cult guy are resurrected. There, there was a really bad storm and their graves got uncovered. And so all that was keeping them dead was that they had six feet of dirt on them. Yeah, nobody ever anticipates soil erosion. It's really a problem. <laughs> Climate change. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and they're in different locations, though, for some reason, even though when... Colt gets killed by a uh, Chinese Ming Young warrior. Ming War- Dynasty. Ming Dynasty. Ming Young. We just throwing together words now. I don't know. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, Ming Dynasty, but the guy is Warlord. dressed like a ninja. Yep. And has a katana. Yes. <laughs> and we have. N- I'm pretty sure it's a white dude that just dressed up in a robe, or it was the Asian gang member. <laughs> <laughs> Like coming back around as another uncredited appearance. Um, but yeah, and then he kills him, buries him, and suddenly we're like, oh no, we all are supposed to accept that Colt is immortal. Yeah, they all are. Less. Yeah. And uh, the werewolves then meet up and devour a biker gang. But first they get taught how to ride the motorcycles by the biker gang before they kill him and steal their women. Yes. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. Well, and it's also the werewolves when they show up, like they are still basically werewolves. Like they're not even trying to hide as people in for the most part. Yeah, they definitely had their well, werewolf contacts. in. I do appreciate, though, that uh, whenever we see the werewolves, they maintain or tried to maintain the facial hair of the person that was transformed into a werewolf. <laughs> it just exaggerated like, it. One guy has a fro, and I'm like, oh, that's not racially sensitive, man. Like, you can't just give the one black werewolf of afro. You just, that's not done. And then <laughs> the Asian guy who they gave a Fu Manchu, his werewolf has a Fu Manchu. It's yeah. not good. No. Um, 
I do have to say, I feel like the makeup artist put a lot of effort into the face structure of the werewolves underneath the facial hair because you could tell there was serious layers of makeup on there. That is so charitable what you're saying right now. <laughs> that couldn't have been easy. No, I I'm sure they with what they had to work with, they're like, we have twenty two million dollars, but we don't get any of that. I don't <laughs> think they had twenty two million. Yeah, I would be surprised if they had in one twenty two dollars. In one of the IMDB reviews, it said that they actually had a six point four million dollar budget, which even that I would hesitate to say is used. Even even fifty percent of that. Yeah. No, it, because to, there's no way that Sean Patrick Flannery costs that much to be in a movie. <laughs> they just bought out of his Comic Con uh, <laughs> autograph hours. <laughs> so they're paying an inflated rate, so that's how you get there. Um, no, it, uh, yeah, it jumps, it jumps around. Characters have backstories that we have no clue about. So um, we've mentioned Sean Patrick Flannery, uh, yay for Boondock Saints. Yeah, um, I don't know. Many powder. other Sean Patrick. Oh, don't let that one's simply irresistible. Powder is not a great one to have on your Sarah rep- Michelle record. Sarah Geller. Um, Tenant Hero is that the? Yeah, the one with Jensen Ackles yeah. and his now wife Danielle Harris Ackles. That was one of the ones where you tricked me. You tricked me and said this it is why. It was not good. Either. This is why we end up making a podcast is because you've done horrible things to me <laughs> and I need to have a way to balance the scales. <laughs> um. But anyways, Sean Patrick Flannery is not in this movie. What did I much say? Much at all. What did I say? He was like the third person credited, and I looked at you and I said, "I bet he is in this five minutes tops." Yeah, and that's about accurate. I would say that's probably about as much screen time Steals as he had. Steals all them scenes though. He, I mean, compared to everyone else, he yeah. definitely acted. Um, but you could tell that everybody that was in this movie either enjoyed being in this movie. Or at least had a really good time. Oh, yeah. Maybe the $22 million was spent on drugs. Um, <laughs> so just craft services was like some sliced cheese and then a big old pile of cocaine. Um, but uh, Sean Patrick Family plays the mayor who is in an antagonistic relationship with the sheriff. Because he's stooping the sheriff's wife. Yeah, because the sheriff, our first introduction, we don't even know he's the sheriff yet. Yeah. And it, like his wife comes in. And he's like, are you cheating on me? I thought it was going to be an abusive relationship. Oh, I didn't. And I thought she was going to be the hero in it. And then I'm like, nope. He just randomly accuses her of having an affair. And then then he meets the mayor as the second person he meets in this movie. Uh And he accuses the mayor of having an affair with his wife. And I was like, I think maybe he's just accusing people of having an affair. Like, that's (laughs) his go-to move every day. But we also find out, like, in this dialogue exchange that... Not only does he think the mayor's sleeping with his wife, mm-hmm. the sheriff also blames the mayor for getting him fired from Dallas PD because they were both cop partners together. I couldn't figure out what their relationship was in that. Yeah. Were well, they partners? Yeah. And then the mayor screwed over the sheriff by apparently telling everyone after an incident happened that the sheriff had lost his mind, and that's what got the sheriff kicked off the Dallas PD. He'd lost his mind temporarily, which is why he had drugs and cocaine. And yeah. I guess cocaine is drugs. And uh, uh, illegal weapons. And the sheriff now covered for him, is what it was. Yeah. It was, I mean, super convoluted. Yeah, it was just like, oh, well, we need to have these guys not like each other to drive 
pathos in this plot. Yeah. So we're going to not only have a, a failed partnership and like framed for a crime you didn't commit, but also a wife affair that never gets resolved. No, it did not. Like they have a scene where basically he tells her like, we uh, we're done. Yeah. But I'm not going to let you leave this relationship because I need to like he needed to keep her there to keep her safe from werewolves. But that's it for resolution that they get as a couple. He even dies off screen. Yeah. And the mayor, actually, nothing bad happens to him. Like he's a he's a drug smuggler. He's an arms dealer. Yeah, there's no come up. He's a type of person. He's been having an affair with the sheriff's wife. But then when we see him. He's got two hookers. Yeah, he's got two hookers and a bunch of illegal machine guns. And it's like, the wife has no idea. Like, why kids does the guy have to be an adulterer and he buys prostitutes? Yeah. I mean, he's just a scumbag all around. And at the at the end, the movie pants away and it's a news anchor saying how the mayor has sustained, sustained minor injuries, but is overall doing fine. Yeah. So it's like he's the only one that was selfish throughout the whole movie, didn't do anything to help. And he's the only one that really walks away. Uh, yeah, totally breaks that horror trope of like bad people getting some comeuppance. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it did not happen. No, it doesn't. So really the movie's supposed to be focusing on Colt. It pulls focus to the sheriff for really some slice of life drama since Colt is the one that ends up being the hero. Yeah. In the story. So now that I think about it, what the hell is that sheriff character even there for? Why did he have to exist? Well, I looked at you, right? Probably 20 minutes before the movie ended and I... I swear you could have cut 20 minutes of that movie out and it still would have been too long. Oh, yeah. Like the cuckolded sheriff bit didn't need to run. Like that was a B plot that didn't need to happen. Yeah. And that also their daughter's coming home from college and it sounds like she's been a party girl. (laughs) Like like this movie wants to set up all these like traditions and horror movies and never pay them through. Which is kind of why I'm wondering if maybe it was supposed to be a pilot to something because it started a bunch of conflicts, but none of them were really satisfied. Yeah. And Colt meets a widower, Lucy, who helps him. And she runs off because she's become a werewolf at the end. Yeah, she gets scratched by one of the werewolves and she becomes a werewolf. But a new version yeah, of we, a werewolf. Yeah, we find out that um, Colt has this... The, this rod scepter. or scepter it's it the only thing that can actually kill the head vamp or head werewolf well, okay this he, was totally this, is, this was supposed to be werewolves or i was sorry this, this movie was supposed to be vampires and they changed it last minute they I were like swear. is this some true blood bullshit we can't do this you know what is the makeup artist started to do vampire makeup and messed up and so they just went full werewolf is what happened <laughs> he screwed up he's like wait we're that- supposed to be doing vampires we don't have enough shoe polish to get all of these faces <laughs> Like, I don't have enough fake hair. We did not. Or, we ordered Merkins, not like the, <laughs> we the ordered, Dracula wigs. We ordered trench coats, not capes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, because the scepter is actually like a full on wooden stake that's silver tip. Yeah. Here, like silver tip. And it can supposedly heal people because. Although he, he we says never he can did see that. Yeah. He says he can heal the cop, the sheriff, because the sheriff also gets bit. Yeah. In the worst, like gets rest. Like he got beat up by a little girl. He did. Um, I'm not, not saying his like co- I'm not being like sexist his, about it. <laughs> she was very tiny. Yeah. He means literal. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm like, because there's a lot of women that could kick my ass. All right. <laughs> I, I would list them alphabetical, but like, you know, Gina Carano's on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, like this is a little, this person is tiny. She's petite. And it, she doesn't even come at him like a howler monkey or anything. I mean, she just. She just kind of hops and then yeah. grabs onto his jugular, which is once again, another vampire thing that yeah. makes you wonder. <laughs> Well, yeah, and he doesn't even seem to be hurt that bad, but the guy's like, I'm going to kill him because he's going to turn into a werewolf. Well, and it wouldn't wouldn't it have made more sense if it was vampires and coffins and then they came back? It would have because, again, like this movie ha- doesn't has rules that nobody knows. Yeah. I don't even think the actors knew. No. They never want to explain to us because the werewolf bites turn you pretty quick it seems yeah within an hour although there was that one thing that one line that said it could be within seconds right it could be maybe within minutes it could be with hours it could be within days and i'm like are they gonna keep going like we literally know how progression could of it time be works. what is the rent song Five, yeah, was that when he was going to just burst into that? It could be days. It could be minutes. It could be 5,200. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be so great. Uh, this turns into a musical. I'd be like, I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, well, this couldn't get weirder. It just sliced over so many genres. And that was in one of the uh, reviews that I read was horror, comedy, romance. Yeah. Sci- well, not sci-fi, I would say, but... Yeah, um, it'll get there. Yeah. Colt's immortal. <laughs> but no, they they have this staff, and there's like, only the the rod scepter. or the scepter can heal uh, a vamp or a werewolf bite. Um, they're fucking vampires. They I are. don't care. <laughs> um, And then that never gets brought up. Not Like once. I said, that cop then later dies of his wounds. Yeah. And we're supposed to just accept it. Well, and it's weird because Colt got the scepter, and... Lucy, he does. Lucy might have turned, but I got the impression that it could heal. Yeah, it, on top well, of that's that. where I, I was like, I don't think this movie understood what could happen. So, um, Colt gets into a fight with the head werewolf, Willie P. Yeah, and it's some great choreography again. Like Colt's trying. He, I, um, I think that I, Chad Michael Collins is okay. the actor's name, and the only reason I remember that is because I'm like, that's not Chad Michael Murray. Who yeah. chooses to be Chad Michael Collins? Oh, he had, probably was a Murray, and they made him change it. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's already one in SAG. It's like Michael A. Fox and Michael yeah. J. Fox. <laughs> but uh, he, he, there's a couple scenes where they're fighting, and they're fighting supposedly with an axe and swords, and they're supposed to have cut each other, and you, you can see them padding where the cut was supposed to be but there's no blood there's no, no blood. even cut in the shirt i mean there's no even attempt <laughs> at continuity in it um but anyways what's the girl's name lucy lucy okay she, her name was lucy wait now she think- was totally supposed to be a vampire because they were trying to do a lucy harkness reference i bet um yeah lucy yeah um she ends up saving Colt by stabbing the head werewolf, which Willie in this P. in this movie again they're called Howlers. Yeah, which is the alternate title for yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, then it turns out you, you see her and she's been turned, and she's talking through her prosthetics. Yes, which I just again I don't do movies, um, I don't act, I don't know what it's like, I don't want to, but. 
just the idea of somebody jams a bunch of fake teeth in your mouth and then tells you to deliver lines as if you're a tormented soul that has now become a monster. She tried. She had no choice. But it just, I mean, it's like if you would have just p- packed her mouth full of pennies and said, figure it out. It's like when I wear my mouth guard, but times two. Yeah. On both oh, tops and bottoms. <laughs> yeah. And then she runs off. He, he, she, go, he, she says, now I'm the last howler. And she runs off. Like and he's through like, a bush, but she kind of hits the bush. Yeah. It's not a graceful exit. And we're like, wait, is Colt supposed to hunt her down now? Because it doesn't seem like it's going to be difficult. <laughs> and he seems to just go, be like, oh, this is fine. She can go her own way. Yeah. Like I, he felt I feel like he was very confident there was going to be a sequel that was not going to happen. I agree. Um, Unless this turns out we, you know, get done with this and we look and there's a Howlers 2. <laughs> Howlers 2, High Noon, the sequel, or High Moon, the sequel. <laughs> Just really go for the longest title. Um, I was a little bit bummed. I thought this movie was going to be tongue-in-cheek in spots and have some comedy. It doesn't. I mean, it it was funny in places just because it was absurd. Um, but I was totally right. There was a Wild West town. There wasn't a ghost possession, but, I mean, they did come back from the dead. So do I kind of win there? No. You're not uh, going to give that to me? Nobody wins <laughs> when High Moon gets played. Um, I have to, it, like I said earlier, I I feel like the actors were very passionate. I I enjoyed watching a majority of them. Yeah, I just, I think, I think there would have been definitely a better movie in this if they would have had some money. And well, but they did. They had maybe. either 6.4 or 22. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was spent on. Like, <laughs> it was that one shot at the very beginning when he was killing werewolves and they, the face like lit up and it was veiny. Yeah, maybe. Just that one shot. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, this movie doesn't have any special effects to speak of. If I, I were, mean, everything's all practical. If I were a movie money budget auditor... This one, I'd want to see the receipts on. Yeah, you wouldn't want to put it on Amazon Prime. You don't want eyes on this. Yeah. <laughs> You're just basically printing evidence. Uh, yeah, it just... It's, it did have some... Uh, it did have a lot of cars, like vehicles. Yeah, but none of them get blown up, so where'd that money go? That's true, and they don't even get rolled over. And they don't even get, like, like squibs or anything. Like, all the bullets are done digitally. Yeah. And all the gunshots oh, are done digitally. And it's definitely not in the sound effects because when they pop the guns in this, it sounds like an airsoft game. Yeah. So, and there's not, it's not like they hired a choreographer for their fights. It looked like they kind of ha- told them to come up with it in a day. Yeah. I would so. agree with that. Although, once again, Chad Michael Collins, who played Colt, I thought he was very good at what he was doing. I mean, put him on one of those old, um, Late night, like Bruce Campbell shows, like Jack of All Trades or oh, something like that. Oh, I loved Jack of He'd All Trades. Fine. Yeah, he would be like the young Hercules, the TV series. Yeah. Which starred Ryan Gosling and Ian Bowen. So you're saying with. he's a, a proto Ryan Gosling? I think he's probably much older now than Ryan Gosling A proto Rygo? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I already did it with Willie P. Yeah, he gave me one. <laughs> um... Yeah, but like I, I, I just I'm, I firmly believe this movie could have been really good, at least really entertaining. It could have been schlocky cheesiness, mm-hmm. 
which I would have loved. Cut out some of A little bit more money. Cut out the B plot with the sheriff. Like, give me guy from 1863 that's like having to adjust to America now. Yeah. Let's also point out he at one point mentions that he fought in the Civil War um, for the North and he's in Texas. Yes. I think there would have been a great scene if he would have gone into like because he wants to go into a bar when he first gets back because that's where information is. Yeah. I was like, bro, this isn't goddamn Dungeons and Dragons. Like, you're not going to get a quest. (laughs) That's never been a thing. Um, That's a trope of fantasy novels. And Lucy even says, why don't I just look it up on the Internet for you? And he's like, what's the Internet? And so she didn't feel like answering that question. And so he went in the bar anyways. Well, and there could have totally been some great like fish out of water scenes where he's adjusting to new life or the way things are done. Yeah. Like, I think you could have had something really funny, but it would be great if you walked in that bar and they had a Confederate flag and he just loses his ape shit. <laughs> uh, just like, nope, I won this one. But he actually he wouldn't have known how the Civil he War even turned have. out. Wow. This movie. <laughs> timelines why did they even choose 1863 that's not even the years we associate with the old west jeremy bear me baby yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i'm yeah i'm i'm flabbergasted and uh, not to get history nerdy it wasn't nearly as bad as i thought it was gonna be no but i think also if they wouldn't have gone just focusing on colt i think they should have gone uh, our idea, which is Scooby Doo murder possession heist. I thought I had an I don't know why I threw idea. heist in there. <laughs> Maybe they're robbing a bank with the ghosts. I don't know. Well, the werewolves have to have some sort of motivating factor, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, Wait. once again, I don't know what the werewolf motivating factor for this was. I think they were just wanting to exist, man. Yeah. I mean, like those, those villains in this have no character, they just exist as opposition to the hero. And even then, like, yeah, they don't really have any drive. They just wanted to get those motorcycles and go. Well, they wanted to get rid of Colt because, see, Willie killed Colt's wife. Right. And he'd been hunting that. But it was also like this cyclical. I mean, that could have been a great commentary on the cyclical nature of violence and man and humanity to man. Because the only reason Willie kills Colt's wife is because Colt killed Willie's people first. So really, it could be seen as like who created who and man is the real monster. Yeah, they didn't go down that route. They didn't. They're like, no, this is bullshit. Uh, let's kill the woman. That'll make the guy real mad because yep. that's what women are. It's cannon so- fodder. Speaking of cannon fodder, after the werewolves steal the bikes and the ladies, they go to a warehouse in which they have kept the ladies. But when the police show up, they kill the ladies. Oh, the biker ladies that they kidnapped. Yeah. Yes. The biker mamas or whatever they're called. I mean, they hopefully weren't somebody's mom. Anyways, I just thought that was really weird. Like, why would you lug humans around and actually this movie really did not like women it didn't it did not um they're either seen as incapable or i think the only really like badass one was lucy yeah lucy and even then i mean this guy shows up and immediately steals her dead husband's guns. And she's like, this is fine. Yeah. I'm going to romantically she, she be attracted and to him. And then she's like, here, let me offer you the silver bullets I randomly have. Oh, yeah. That gets comes out of nowhere. She gets this gun and he's like, hey, you already have silver bullets? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, what are you expecting, werewolves? And it's like, what the fuck were you expecting, <laughs> Lucy? 
don't fucking throw shade at him for getting the exact reason why you have it. Like, why did you have silver bullets? <laughs> They're in a package, too. They're pre-packaged. Yeah. That implies she went to a store and bought them. They're in, like, them. a little plastic yeah, like a thing. Uh, like a clamshell, like the ones yeah. that I always cut myself on when I can't try to open things. <laughs> so why did she have silver bullets? We don't know. We'll yeah. never know. I mean, it's Texas. I get it. You got to be prepared for anything that walks through that door. I think the other part that really... Oh, can silver bullets take down a chupacabra? Are chupacabras native to Texas? I'm sure Mexico and the American Southwest have encountered a chupacabra or two. Okay. I oh, didn't see, you're acting like this isn't a conversation any... we would have normally? <laughs> I didn't see any goats, though. Well, no, because she hadn't bought one yet to lure out the chupacabra. She first spent all of her money on the silver bullets. <laughs> She's a single woman. She doesn't have a lot of income to spare. <laughs> She's got priorities, though, yeah. with those silver bullets. No, but, yeah, she just gave him up. Yeah. She just and gave she, him up. When she dropped him off at the bar, she didn't even ask for any of his stuff that he'd taken from her back, including his full-on wardrobe. And she let him walk into the bar with guns. Yeah. Colt revolvers. Yeah, and a lever-action rifle. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the other part that made me laugh a lot in this movie was right before the full on werewolf showdown, which started in the evening but ended in the daytime. It happens. Is uh, somewhere along the line, Colt lost his shirt and was just in like a bulletproof vest and pants. Oh, yeah. He goes from uh, wearing a duster and, and all a- the cowboy accoutrement and a nice button up. Yeah. To then just... And uh, he's just in a Kevlar vest. Yeah. Magic mic in it. With no shirt on underneath. And it stayed like that for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, it's tactical. It was very... I was just very surprised. There was no transition from shirt to shirtless. It just yeah. happened. <laughs> All right, Bree. Uh, I think that sums up what we felt about High Moon. What would be a better cover for this movie? Um... I think I'd keep the cover the same, but I would change his weapon that he has. I would change it to a a, a revolver. Uh, so you'd have to have the angle different. Like he couldn't be screaming down at whatever he's trying to kill. Um, but and then maybe in the back, I'd have like werewolf vampire fangs superimposed somewhere. Gotcha. What about you, Kevin? Um, I think. I think I wouldn't have changed anything on the cover because I think the cover is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's very stylistic. I like it. But he used the hatchet only once. It's not even. Yeah. The he, the hatchet. It was a tomahawk. But instead in the movie when they actually <laughs> have him like busted out. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, when they have him like break him out for to fight because he's got two because he's a badass. It's, they look like battle axes. They look like battle axes. They look like um, some nerf cosplay ones you can get yeah <laughs> i feel like they did the metal clink clink from swords well like the sound on yeah. that went well yeah yeah and but he's got two though and they look terrible um i mean i'm pretty sure in this couple spots you can see him bend <laughs> but i would change i would have changed that in the movie for him is like change that prop so it more matches the cover because and also or have the cover match the prop 
No, don't put those you battle axes. Those were so terrible. <laughs> oh, it's like when an edgy 13-year-old, when they made their first like dwarf character in Dungeons and Dragons, would draw. <laughs> um, it's just there are so many mead five or spiral notebooks that are just filled of doodles of that and a weird sword that kind of has a penis on it. Um, in just every 13-year-old's house. No, uh, I, but I also think like you have this super stylized cover. Like, why didn't that movie have any of that style? Yeah, not a single bit. I mean, if, if you don't have a lot of a budget, like at least have an attitude or a, a thing you're throwing out there. Mm-hmm. So it was not consistent. No, like lean into it, I guess. Yeah, they it they went campy, but I think they could have done more camp. Well, especially yeah, because they're they're on those covers pulling in that the pulp influence of the, yes, in the, like of the exploitation films of the seventies yeah. and stuff, and they there just don't want to do it. Wasn't nearly enough blood. Even wasn't nearly enough blood. Um, just it took itself seriously in some yeah. spot. I mean, the the like this sheriff, just his whole drama. He's deadly serious about how much it's impacting him, and he's trying to emote his way through it. And it's like, don't, yeah, just don't have that as a side plot if you're not going to actually deal with it, not resolve it. Like again, we find out in the very end of the movie a five minute narrative voiceover explaining how everyone's plot resolved itself, just tying it up. So yeah why spend that time it was kind of it kind of was a little insulting like i was like i went on this 90 minute journey to see this character and he doesn't die to save his family he doesn't you know reconcile with his wife he doesn't do anything to grow as a person he just is there is almost justified in his like bullshit all he does and then dies kill the werewolves again well he he doesn't the sheriff oh. only kills like the 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 girl where like yeah. the girl that attacked him. He, <laughs> he's pretty useless. I mean, Sean Patrick Flannery had a higher body count in that movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So it just cut that out. Go with the stylized action that you have on the cover. Have fun with this movie. That's, yeah. that's how you could make it better. Give me like this weird. I'd like to see the director's cut on this. Oh, it's just gonna be. Like what? Could, what just, got cut out? Just a bunch of guys <laughs> with a half werewolf makeup. On. <laughs> they're just running this. And they're like, I'm not doing these lines. Um, <laughs> so, Kevin, um, where can you find us on social media? Oh, all right, yeah. So, if you want to find us, hear more of these, you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at Buy It's Cover Pod. Yep. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Buy It's Cover podcast yep and we're on most if not all streaming services yeah you can listen to us anywhere um Kevin, i know that you probably don't have any events coming up within the next week but where can we find you on social media oh uh, yeah you can always find me at at Kevin underscore egg on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. and then you can always find me on facebook at Kevin eggleston all right anything else you want to add um I really do want a horror western comedy. I feel like that's not too much to ask. I feel like you can dip in that Venn diagram and make me something good. High Moon wasn't it. Get get on that. Yeehaw. Yeah. Whooping and spur. Don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? All right, we're out of here. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>